Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take my hand, let me make you mine. We're taking the hand of Colleen Lindstrom this morning. Thanks for well, your hands are soft. Moisture moisturizing. Lotion, baby. <laughs> Thanks for playing um, Radio Red Rover with us this morning. Thanks for having me. This is fun. As Jason takes a well-deserved day off. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Alexis. Holly. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Big day around these parts yesterday. It is actually, it's the day after Bids for Kids. Which is always Woo. like, I mean, Bids for Kids is such a busy day. The day after is always the most gratifying day. Yes. Because there's a big number to report. Absolutely. And we have the biggest number to report after 14 Woo. years of Bids for Kids. So great. Raising money for Ronald McDonald House, and it's all because of you, my talkers. $55,150. Because my talk listeners are the best and most generous listeners. Yes, absolutely. That's huge. That's so cool. Oh, and we just, and we have had, we had the best donations from our, my talk family. Yes. And it just, uh, oh my goodness. So over the 14 years, you guys, $550,000 more than. That is amazing. The Ronald McDonald House. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. And that just keeps them doing the wonderful work that they do. Yeah. Oh, Gosh. they offer it all for free. That's yes. Yeah, the families come, they just take care of it yeah. all. Here's some food. Here's your laundry. Here's I a mean, great place to stay. Here's a school for your other siblings, for their siblings of your child. Yeah, I know that you guys probably talked about this so much yesterday, but that is the most remarkable thing when you think about the enormous stress and grief and uh, fear. I don't want to say fear, maybe, but like the uncertainty that those families are experiencing and to be just held and cared for mm. with people who are present for them. And I've we've we've all watched kind of what goes on in the walls of that wonderful space. And Everybody who works there, it's like treats everybody who's there like family. They know their name. They're able to have conversations with them about what's going on. They, it's just, it's such a wonderful place. I'm so glad that it was a successful day yesterday. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, well, it just feels guys. good. And after the show, I just had to sit there like for 15 minutes, just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, you know it's there, there is a bit for man. The, right. Well, girl, you and you gave a lot of birth yesterday no, to those charity no. babies. <laughs> you got to get those electrolytes in after all of that hard yeah, work. The, it, you did have like a charity hangover. <laughs> so true. Oh. She's like, where's my Gatorade? Yeah, oh. some ice chips. Something. Well, yeah, well, when we're doing these fundraisers, there's so many emotions happening oh. simultaneously. Right. The joy of receiving the gifts of the My Talk listeners that were supporting the Ronald McDonald House. You know, we had a family come in and share their experience Mm. about utilizing the great services at Ronald McDonald House, who are still there right now. And one of the things that that she spoke about, uh, the mother in this situation, she was like, you know what? It was just being able to go into the Ronald McDonald House and I got a cup of coffee. Mm. Yeah, It was just something so small and something that we who are not experiencing uh, the circumstances that they are, we might take our morning cup of coffee for granted, but for somebody who is going through and they are, hope, they are holding their child through mm. this experience, for her, mm. it was just like, 
Thank you. Yeah. Oh, she had a baby in the NICU and then That's a two-year-old. Right. That's right. And I was talking to Amy from Ronald McDonald House after our show, too. And she was saying she got the coffee, cried for that. And then she was thinking, and she and Bailey even kind of said this, too. Uh-huh. And she thought, oh, I'd have one room. I'm just happy to rest. Yeah. She walked in and it was a whole suite. There was a separate room for the two-year-old. Oh. And Amy said she just walked her in and she just started bawling. She's like, you can walk in. This space is all for you. Yeah. And that's where the money goes. Yes. It, it yeah. goes all to that holding those spaces. Colleen, you put it so well. Where yes. she's around a McDonald House Upper Midwest can just hold people. Yes. While they move through this experience, medical crises in their family. Yeah, because they oh. can't all you can't always fix all of the pain that's going on, but you can you can hold people through it. And that's exactly what they do so beautifully. They're yeah. masterful at Ooh, it. And $55,000, that's very impactful. Yes. And let me tell you, someone now, I didn't stay at the Ronald McDonald house, but I did visit when we were, when, when Zen was yes. in the NICU to, for meals and just company and stuff. I just, uh, you don't think it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And then it does. And it's just, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, just just gratitude. What a gift! Yeah, what a gift it is uh, when you're not expecting it. When things are already hard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so thank you, my talkers. We're gonna sure have a lot of fun on all those experiences. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> it was just fun to hear everybody. And, and uh, Holly's gonna wear that baby costume. That's right, that's rocket right. girl. Oh, oh. how mm-hmm. am I gonna get through security? You know what? That's a problem for another day. Yeah, you know what? Just, <laughs> don't borrow trouble. <laughs> just let that live in the future where it belongs. They're just gonna, they're gonna scan you. They're gonna watch you. <laughs> they're like, ma'am, uh, you have a hula hoop. Ma'am, step aside. <laughs> Got some snacks in there. Um. Listen, I'm just going to say the frisk is going to be fun. <laughs> For who? I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe a tote, tote bag it? No, you got to go through. You know what? We're going to do that for the video alone, okay? Yeah, okay, great. All right. And, yeah, and I'll be not as, I'll be in a panda suit. So oh, my maybe, gosh. Like, the combo might work. It's true. That that would be uh, fun. <laughs> we have a baby and a panda. <laughs> we need extra security. <laughs> maybe you guys, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there. Yeah. Give him a call ahead of time to let him know what's showing up. Oh, I'm just what? saying, like, you might have better luck if you notify them. Uh, yeah, maybe. Excuse yeah. me. We have a cool baby and a panda. Is yeah. it, at, is it, at, is it at Excel? Yes, it's at yeah. the Excel Energy Hi, friends Center. at Excel. FYI, on the day of Sam Smith, you will have a baby and a panda arriving. Please plan accordingly. Uh-huh. That's all yeah. you gotta do. Be ready. Easy and, peasy. Okay, and then Jason said that he was gonna wear a boob costume. Yeah, we're gonna hold him. Uh, we're gonna, yeah. Alexa, can we, can we brainstorm <laughs> some other options? Um, I will, I, if, look. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing there? I already researched nipple costumes okay. yesterday and oh. they exist. Well, I will say you a plunger, can... a, you know, take the take the handle off the plunger and that works as a great nipple right there. No, wait, you can be they have oh, a giant yeah, oh, DIY. Yeah. I was thinking they, like a funnel. Yeah, yeah, you guys. They have a giant boob costume that's available on the World Wide Web. And I'm I was not going to Google re- that in the workplace. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> that's going to That's going to be your line uh, yeah. <laughs> line here, <laughs> Colleen. <laughs> After all the years of all the stuff that oh, we've yeah, talked that's about true. here that's at my fact. talk. <laughs> so I know this exists. Yeah. Hmm. Now we need to have him follow through on the promise. It needs to be delivered. And yes. it needs to happen the entire time. It can't just be, I put on this nipple for a photo op. Nope. 
He's got to enter the building. Yeah. And and we are going, we're we're just like, re, we went to the costumed trunk. Yes. And so we're reusing mm-hmm. what we've got there. Reduce, yeah. reuse, recycle. Oh, why exactly. did he He's not... going to buy a special costume. He needs to have it on. That's yeah. true. I time. actually, my question is, why couldn't he, you, uh, listen, I can bygones. Like, we can't go back and change the past. Why? Why? Why not use the Miley Cyrus tongue costume? That oh, we is, brought it up. That is true. We brought it up. Was no. that not that no, didn't pass? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's fixated on the nip. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's right there. That's what he wants. <laughs> yeah. And I think with some of these boob costumes, you could squeeze the nipple and it hunks. Holly, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Holly. <laughs> Okay, we okay. all know what we're Googling in the break, right? Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, my word. Okay, we got to take a break. When we come back, Holly checked out the Brooke Shields documentary on Hulu. Ooh. Everyone's talking about it. What are some takeaways? More to come this hour. We have the master debaters. I love that. Oh, yeah. So we shall do that and, and more when we come back. Website or app. Everybody, it's Chase for AAA Movers. Are you getting ready to move? And you're thinking to yourself, Gretchen, who should I call to help me move? Well, Gretchen, don't call your friends because uh, here's a harsh truth for you. Nobody wants to help you move. Nobody. Your friends don't want to help you move. Your family doesn't want to help you move. Only AAA Movers wants to help you move. So call right now. 612-588-MOVE. I have proudly represented AAA for 10 years. I can't believe that. 10 years. And I wouldn't move with anyone else. I've moved four times with them. Holly's moved with them. My mother, uh, Lisa LaCourcier, and more. One-stop shopping. They can sell you moving boxes, help you with storage, and more. 612-588-MOVE or go to AAAMovers.com. Trust AAA Movers. You don't move every day, but they do. And that was an adult contemporary music break. Woo! Oh my gosh, who was singing top voice? If you weren't here, Colleen, um, I would have absolutely belted out a lot louder than I was. So uh, you, uh, I know. Listen, I know. next time, if that happens again, I want more from you. Okay, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> that song is just such it's an so earworm. Good. Oh, and it's like an loves anthem. It. Yes, just yeah. pull it up. All you gotta do. Ah, oh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071. Alexis, Holly, and Colleen Lindstrom with Hi, you this friends. morning. Thanks for waking up. Thanks for being here with us. I, I uh, waking up a, early, I should say, and being well, here. Yeah, like every, I wake up every day, up. which is really <laughs> the worst part of any day. But honestly, uh, I, it is a pleasure to be here. So Great thank to you. See you. It's fun to catch up and yes. see what you're up to. Because we've known each other for like a lot of years. Oh my gosh. How many years? Well, I came to my talk in 2005. Yeah. And I was your producer. Yes, you wow. were. So like 18 years. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. So this is where we creak open and like blow the dust off the history books of Whew. my talk. Yeah. We've been through some stuff, y'all. We have. <laughs> And actually, you were on leave when I first came. Mm-hmm. And well, just no, that's not true. Was it? Or I was pregnant. Or you just came back with Ollie when you started, and then I went on maternity leave. Or, or is that? How oh, okay. 
Okay. No, 2005. No, you're right. I just had our first child. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. Yes. So 2005. Yep. And mm-hmm. then you were with me all the way through my pregnancy with Ollie. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah. now he's six, three and a half. Oh my gosh. A baseball star. How old? Mm-hmm. 16. Well, he's right. If he, 16. Oh, oh my gosh. In the thick of high school. Yeah. He's my Uber. Oh, wow. He Ubered us to dinner last night. Oh, that's so cute. Do you tip him? No. <laughs> Did you give him a five star review? At Yo, least? Yeah, he's a five. No, actually, no, because he made a big mistake. And oh, no. let me tell you what. And I was like, Uh-oh. uh oh, I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to be your driving instructor anymore, but that was wrong. Oh my god! It, listen, you guys, parenting a teenager is not for the faint of heart, but that is not why we are here today. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> that's it's just, so it's great. Seriously, it's not so relatable. It is not Oof. for the faint of heart no, because I, you have to love them while they are being a jerk. Yeah, and I love like those that. children, but they will look at you and tell you about yourself oh. in an unkind way. Any who's what's Yeah, so he's sixteen uh, yeah, and he's my Uber three year old to get more. Yeah, the more sophisticated conversation and words and. He can cut a look at. I'm just like, yes, ouchie, owie, owie. This is the training. You're three. What the heck? This is the training for 16. You're yeah. doing it early because three nagers. It's a slow roll in. Yep, it is. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, if you've listened to us for that long, we want to hear from you. Tweet us, email the show. It has been my, a while. My um, Twitter handle is still my talk, Colleen. It is. Okay, I was going to ask. All right. For now, because I had to keep that in order to keep my blue check. And now I'm like, do I need a blue check? You don't need a blue check. It's a, it doesn't I know. mean anything I'm waiting anymore. for it to expire, yeah. and then I'll change it. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe I'll keep it. You maybe, guys, well, I don't, I don't pay anybody to have that. You'll be back again. The, yeah. In what, a week's time. Yes. So I'll be doing, Dawn. not this next week, but the following week. I'll be hanging out with Dawn for a week. Yes. Which will be really fun. I, I think cruising. Bradley's going on a cruise, which I know shocks everybody. <laughs> It'll be it. his 47th cruise. Oh, my no, gosh. Amazing. <laughs> there he goes. Bye. Um, bon voyage. Bon voyage. Yes. My talk, Colleen. Holly D. Roberts, and I'm Lex and the Cities. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And thoughts about what we're talking about, because it's always fun. Just, you know, my talkers are hilarious. Yeah, And always have some great things to add to the conversation. Now, I've heard a lot of conversation about this Brooke Shields documentary on Hulu. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes. Holly, you've checked it out. I gave it a taste test. All right. Oh, is this a taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, can I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Yeah, I gave a taste test to the new documentary, Pretty Baby Brooke Shields. This is a two-part documentary. It's streaming on Hulu, and it's the story of Brooke Shields. You know, are both parts available right now? Both parts are available right now. And I would say I'm about two-thirds of the way through the first part. I had to go to bed. I was like, you know what? I gave it enough of a taste test. 
to be able to see whether or not I could recommend this. Yeah, and will you continue? And will I continue? And mm-hmm. I am here to say that, yes, I will finish this documentary about Brooke Shields. And and I think it's good. God. It's it's fascinating. I didn't really know much about Brooke Shields. She was one of those people ubiquitous in the 1980s. She was everywhere. I'm more of a 90s kid, so mm-hmm. I knew her from Suddenly Susan, where it was like, oh, okay, this is a different phase in Brooke Shields' career. Yeah. She wanted to be a sitcom star, an actor. So she had already gone through that child, teen, stardom thing. And mm-hmm. so... <laughs> She was already out of the Blue Lagoon by then. She was way out of the Blue Lagoon. And out of the jeans, too. Yep, out of the jeans, out of the Calvin Kleins. Mm -hmm. But this documentary, not only does it tell the story of Brooke Shields, she shares her story, but it tries to contextualize it and tries to really deconstruct the image that Brooke Shields was, the Mm. idea of Brooke Shields, the celebrity of Brooke Shields, the beauty of Brooke Shields. What did that mean in a broader cultural context? Mm -hmm. Because as a kid, she was lusted after. Well, that's the thing that I think is so uh, interesting about Brooke Shields. It's like she was sexualized from a very young age. Uh Like so many child celebrities are, but she was in a way that was at the time i think people didn't think much of but now looking back now that we know better and we do better we go oh okay. that would never happen now it, it would never happen now movies like pretty baby the blue lagoon they would never be made in the 21st century and I, and, and i think that having talking heads meaning folks who can give context to what Brooke Shields and the meaning and the signifiers of what that was at the time really does help this documentary because Colleen, one of the things that they put into context now is like, yeah, okay, that's really good to point out is that in the early 1970s, we were going through a wave of the feminist movement. Yeah. That meant that uh, there was this backlash against females where it was like, Hey, okay, Mm -hmm. you want equal rights women? Well, we're not going to look at you anymore as desirable. What we are going to do is we're going to project that onto children mm. and to and to teens and to young people. It's like, fine, females, you want agency in your life? Well, we're going to move this over here. You know, Brooke Shields. And she's like the poster child for this. Yeah, and she's the poster child Oof. for all of that. Now, there are lots of ways that you could go further into that. But I thought even just providing that minimal context yes. and minimal perspective on Brooke Shields was very good for this documentary because it's not just a straight story of Brooke Shields. It's more like, here I am. Mm-hmm. I am a person and I am sharing my story. And this is what it means for the larger culture, the larger cultural context. Mm. Right. And here's my perspective now. Maybe at the time it was more acceptable. You're just living your life. You're doing what your mom says, you know, and then it's like, wait a second. Well, I love reflective. That's great. I do love these documentaries. I think it's a good thing that she's involved in this and the telling of her own story. Yeah. Um, But it makes me think of how the, the, the documentaries about Britney Spears reframed how we understood how the trajectory of her career, I mean, hindsight is 2020. And so when you take that like step back and look at what was going on in the time and then see how it affected our image of a person, that to me is like uh, such an exercise that we should be doing more of, Mm -hmm. especially with icons like Brooke Shields or icons like Britney Spears, people who were in some ways kind of victims of the time. Um, even though they have very successful careers, there are pieces of it 
that are kind of unseemly. Sure. You know, in Brooke Shields, I don't think I've gotten to this point yet in the documentary, but I know that she's been talking about it in a lot of the press that she's been doing. But Brooke Shields, one of the questions that she asks of her life, she says, what could I have achieved if I wasn't judged by my beauty? Yeah. What could I have done with my yeah, who life? Would I be? Who, That's, yeah. who would I be wow. if I didn't look this way? Mm-hmm. Because Brooke Shields, from the time she was a toddler, mm. was modeling. Yeah. I mean, this was her whole life. And the being seen in this particular way. You know, Brooke Shields is a very accomplished, educated, intelligent woman. She went to Princeton. She has done all sorts of things. But she does ponder, what would it be like? If I didn't look this way, mm. what yeah. would what what could I have done? Yeah, and she says it. What could yeah. I have done? Well, you can see how her beauty could have been a burden for or was a burden yeah. for her in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Well, and then at eleven, I think she got her first paycheck. Right? Not, I mean, eleven months. Yeah, months. Yeah. So that's all she knew. Mm-hmm. Really? Right. Wow. Right. And oh, what? Fun fact. See this. Okay. Laura Linney was her childhood friend. Get out. Oh, wow. And Laura Linney is one of the people who's interviewed in Pretty Baby Brooke Shields. They were elementary school friends. Get out of town. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Some, yeah. some appointment viewing. Yeah. And I on think Hulu. on Hulu, it's uh, both parts are streaming right now. And I think that it is a good jumping off point to have deeper cultural conversations because Pretty Baby Brooke Shields it can't reach all of the places it wants to go because it is only a two-hour documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But it does place in- interesting questions out there. And if you want to delve deeper into that stuff, it's great. Because, hey, it's we're a jumping even, off point. Yeah, we're even talking about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, okay. I, I, I want to watch this. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we have a prize to give away, don't we, Holly? We sure do. <laughs> We've got a four-pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza, a three-day indoor vintage shopping event at Canterbury Park, April 13th through the 15th. So fun. 651-641-1071. Seventh caller is going to win a four-pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza, April 13th through the 15th at Canterbury Park. Woohoo! Good luck. It's such a fun show. When we come back, it's Master Debater time. Some great times with JTR Roofing. I know it's a roofing company, but they offer us so much more. If you're looking at your exterior going, ooh, we need some help here. Siding, gutters, windows, decks. We didn't realize our soffits and fashion needed some attention. That's what we got done last year with JTR Roofing. That's the perimeter and the undercarriage of your roof. That's where our damage was. And that was so great about having JTR Roofing come out and and do an estimate, just assess what's going on. They also have a lot of experience with insurance and they can help with that. Make sure you mention me or my talk. You'll get $1,000 off of your roofing, siding, or gutters. And they proudly serve the Twin Cities area as well as Western Wisconsin. So give them a call, 651-777-7394 or head to jtrroofinginc.com and see some really beautiful before and afters. If you need any help with your exterior, go to jtrroofing, JTR roofinginc.com mention me or my talk for a thousand dollars off jason and alexis in the morning my talk 1071 alexis holly and colleen lindstrom hi you guys oh this is so fun thank you for inviting me today it's been fun to party with you oh girl you make it so easy it's so fun mm-hmm. and it's just really great to catch up and i'm ready to debate you so um, i can't wait yeah I jason's off today wait. i cannot Ooh. wait
Uh, so, yeah, let's just roll right in. Holly, who let's got this? It, Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Yeah. Here's Holly. <laughs> so That's hilarious. I have a, a series of this or that propositions. And Alexis and Colleen have 30 seconds to debate their side of mm. the question. Now, I'm going to su- assign them randomly, and they don't know what questions I'm going to be asking them. And again, like I said, 30 seconds each, and I'm going to decide who wins. I mean, look, it's yeah. we're, it's fast and loose. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. I love it. that. That's what yeah. we do. <laughs> we're fast, fast and loose. Yep. We're fast and loose. I've been called both of those things. But today, the, I, I was like... <laughs> Did I just? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you did. Sorry. It's all right. It's a family program. It is, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, food related ones today. I was like, I was like, mm, these are food related questions. Okay. We've got three of them. So, we have time. Uh, yeah, we have time to do about three. Okay. So, the first question that's up for debate this morning which is the superior maple syrup delivery device? Pancakes or mm. waffles? Oh. Pancakes. Or waffles. Mm. Alexis, you are assigned pancakes. Colleen, you are assigned waffles. Again, each lady will have 30 seconds to debate their side of the question. We're going to start with Alexis. Okay. You have 30 seconds to convince me that pancakes are the superior maple syrup delivery device. And we're starting now. All right, they are superior because they're all uniform in shape so that when they're on top of each other, they just absorb it. They're like little... Sponges and they just suck that syrup right inside. And when you bite down, it has that nice soft, there's no like hard edges on a pancake. So it just delivers it, it just soaks it all up in there. And then, oh, it just, um, it, it, and because they're all right on top of each other, there's no room for air. You know, it's just bam, syrup, soft, delicious, soaky. No, there's no room for air. Soaking. <laughs> That's Alexis. We're Soaky. moving on to Colleen. Okay. You have 30 seconds, Colleen, <laughs> to make the argument that waffles are the superior maple syrup delivery device. Your 30 seconds starts now. Holly, I'm happy to do this because it is absolutely so obvious that the waffle is the superior delivery device for the syrup because waffles by nature have multiple little cups that hold and do not dilute the syrup because what's best syrup is syrup in its original form not like soaky flowery spongy syrup you want the syrup like a delicious drink and the waffle will deliver it to you in tiny bite-sized cups so not only do you get the crispy good waffle but you also get the syrup who won the debate well it was Alexis because I like the word soaky. Uh, yes. All right, I see what we're working with here. All right. I like the word soaky. 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 Oh, you know what? We have time for one more. Oh, let's okay. Do it. Let's we do have it. one more in the master debaters this morning. It is Alexis versus Colleen. I've got another hot topic to debate. Ketchup on mac and cheese. Underrated delicacy mm. or toddler cuisine. Colleen, you were assigned underrated delicacy. Uh. Alexis, you are assigned toddler cuisine. Colleen, we are starting with you. <laughs> Tell us why. Ketchup on mac and cheese 
is an underrated delicacy. 30 seconds starts now. Well, as most people who enjoy food know, uh, a lot you really want to have a, a lot of flavor profiles. You need a little acid, a little heat, a little sweet, all in one bite. And that is what makes a delicacy. So by itself, macaroni and cheese is just the, kind of the cheesy and the salty. But you add that ketchupy flavor and you suddenly have elevated it to a sweetness love loving mouthfeel experience of joy and happiness it's a delicacy bye alexis okay your turn tell us why ketchup on mac and cheese is toddler cuisine <laughs> your 30 seconds starts now oh ketchup on mac and cheese joy and happiness yes for a toddler if you are looking for more flavor profile i think we can do better than ketchup add a little spice if you're going to at all of course the mac and cheese should be delicious in and of itself but yeah the kids they like it's really just um a a vehicle to eat more ketchup right so why would we want to do that when we as adults we can make better choices for ourselves and it gets all gross and weird colored when you mix it in with the mac and cheese ew <laughs> well, who's what? the wiener? Who's the, who's wiener? the wiener? On ketchup, on mac and cheese, mm. it is Colleen. Thank yeah. you. Good job, Thank Colleen. Good Thank job, you. Colleen. Elevated cuisine. Elevated. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like that's the one that where you really got to p- pull out all of your Food Network words. Yeah, like it's a delicious umami mouthfeel. <laughs> like I don't. You get the sweetness. You get right? the flavor profile. Yes. Mm. Oh, fantastic. That is always Nasty. so much fun. But yeah, that is I cat- totally used to eat that. Oh. But, but not anymore, right? I don't even eat macaroni and cheese. I would just have like gotten rid of the ketchup entirely and asked the question, macaroni and cheese, toddler cuisine. Oh, oh, I still love a mac and cheese. Well, mm. I don't know. If you go a while without eating craft mac and cheese and then eat it again, oh. you go, oh, that does taste like a cardboard box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I we're not talking craft. No, no. It's but been- homemade mac and cheese, I love to make that like the real oh, deal. Yeah. yeah like That's- make that roux mm. with the flour and the and the butter and then Ooh. throw that milk in and then just like piles of cheese, piles of cheese, piles of cheese. It has literally been decades <sighs> since I've had Kraft macaroni oh. and cheese. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time for that's me. How, a long time. Like, I don't but, even make it for my kid. Really? No. Oh, that was a staple in yeah. kid world at our house. Yum. Okay, well, there you go. Now we're all hungry for some like gourmet mac and cheese. Thanks, With some Holly. ketchup. No, no, no. <laughs> Sounds that. Denied. <laughs> the lycopene. It's good for you. In the tomato ketchup. Okay. Uh, you know what else that might be good for you? Some Old Navy. At least that's what they want you to believe. Holly has that story. Also, P. Diddy. Still paying Sting a lot of money. Mm. Years and years later, we'll tell you all about that next. Whee! Old Navy wants you. P. Diddy wants you. Or I guess he's just Diddy now. I never can keep up with yeah. it. I mm-hmm. thought he was love. Oh, was he love? No, I, I think he tried that. I think he was like, oh, I'm love, but you can call me Diddy Daddy P, whatever. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> How do we keep up? Oh, we don't. We don't, but I think it's Diddy right this second. So that's good. Um, wow. <laughs> Jason Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Alexis. Holly, Colleen Lindstrom with us this morning. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank J- you for having me. Uh, thanks for being here. Jason is uh, uh, has, a, has a day off. 
we'll hear all about it on Monday. It's having a fun adventure. Mm. So it's very nice. Um, but we have some stories that we've been kind of like holding for you, Colleen, knowing oh, that you're around. Oh, I'm so excited. For today, um, P. Diddy, I'll just go quick because, Holly, I know um, with Old Navy, we've got that coming up too. Uh, Diddy, sorry, he still pays Sting for sampling every breath you take. Uh, he should. 26 years later. Now, I have the number per day. Per day. How much do you think Diddy pays Sting because he sampled every breath you take? Per Back day. Back in 1997. Per day. Per day. He pays Sting. In royalties. In royalties. $12,042.17. Okay. It's a little higher. Okay. That's- I mean, you're higher than what it, oh, what it is. Oh, okay, okay, you're okay, higher okay, than okay. What it is. I didn't know whether I what to do with that There it one. is. Oh. oh. I mean, I'll be missing you. I have to, this was one of my oh, favorite. Every day I pray for you. When Faith Evans comes in. Oh. oh. When they performed this at the NTV oh. VMA Awards, all the kids in middle school were crying the next day. Yes. <laughs> Did you see the story, Holly? Do you have a guess for the royalties um, he pays per day? Twelve thousand's too high. But that was a good guess, Colleen. I, mean, I feel like you're going to go $1, Bob. Yeah, uh, how about $5? $5. $5. Yeah. <laughs> Add some zeros. $5,000 per day. Oh. He pays Sting for the royalties. Not bad. I got to write a song that somebody will sample. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, passive income stream. Right. Hello. Thank you. Yes. I, I don't have to do nothing for that. There you go. I did not realize. Wow. Did not realize. So there's that's that. why we don't see Sting very often. He's got all that Diddy money. He's fine. He's like, it's all good. And that's why Diddy's like, I got to make some more vodka exactly. and some drinks. And we got a coffee. And we got, what other stuff is he selling these days? Oh, my god, Everything. Yeah. yeah. Fill in the blank. Yeah, Diddy's got his hand in a lot of cookie jars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. There he is. He's got Ciroc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like he's hanging out in a hot tub. <laughs> he's, he's selling hot tub water <laughs> driving, driving around in a golf mm. cart with dj khaled oh uh, oh that how much like does fun. he make for that <laughs> every day <laughs> right fun <laughs> uh but he's not tied to old navy in any way is he no i don't think that diddy has ever done a performance fleece commercial for old navy <laughs> <laughs> but maybe but maybe, oh man, maybe you know what? <laughs> what are they doing? The future is bright. Well, not necessarily for Old Navy, which is why they're in the news. So Old Navy sales are down. Not if you look at my closet. <laughs> well, this is why I saved this for you, Colleen. Thank because you, Holly. we we yes. have a mutual love for Old Navy. Yes. Now sales are down in total. Now I will say that sales for women's clothing. Uh, it's a bright spot for Old Navy because they have shaped their sales strategy around what people who wear dresses want. And that oh. is pockets. Yes! Yes, oh. Old Navy, bring me the pockets! <laughs> and that's exactly... Oh. They know, Colleen. Yes. They have heard you, and they are listening, mm. and they are responding. Old Navy, thank Because you. this is a sales strategy for Old Navy. This is get, genius. To get folks excited to shop again, they're adding pockets to more dresses. And not little shallow, dinky, fake oh, ones. Oh, no, they know you need pockets for all your goodies. Yes. Oh, I love it. Like, you got to have a deep pocket. Look at this phone. This It's not going to carry itself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to be able to fit a laptop in that thing. <laughs> yeah. I got to be able to look like a damn kangaroo. Like okay. I need a toddler in this pocket. Right?
Well, Lexus, you're gonna, Zen, one pocket for the goldfish. Get in, honey. Yeah. yeah. Hop in, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I wish I could do that. That would right? be great some days. Right? Well, exactly. Oh. Now, Old Navy <laughs> has been, you know, working on their market research and they've realized that big pockets and dresses are what people want. I and like big pockets and I cannot lie. So, so apparently in their, their spring-summer lines, Old Navy is increasing the number of summer dresses with pockets. Listen, and your yes. summer dress is the one that needs the pockets the most. Because like in the oh. winter, listen, now I feel like I'm doing master debaters again. But yeah, yeah. in the winter, you've got like a, well, some people, not me, but people have like a jacket and that thing's got pockets well, everywhere. You wear jackets? I hate jackets. They steal my spirit. That's a whole, uh, socks do too. It's a whole thing. Oh my God. I did not know that about oh, you. Oh yeah, Colleen. no, I don't wear socks and I do not wear jackets. It is no oh. thank you. It is a big no thank you. Well, but you're right though. They're usually pockets. There's pockets everywhere. To all your stuff. But in the summer, when you're wearing less clothes, if summer ever comes here, I think it is coming. That's, oh, I've, yeah. I've heard whispers. But then you do need pockets because like, I don't know. I don't always want to carry a big bag bag of stuff yeah you need room for the sweat rags and like i said baby powder and um sweat rags baby powder and your big old phone <laughs> and a little and a, and a personal fan yes thank you <laughs> especially when you're a you certain guys are age oh curve oh my gosh that is so true right i have oh, when you get hit with that hot flash and you're like what what where did that come from <laughs> where'd that come from and when's it leaving? <laughs> My kids will be like, Mommy, why are you sweating? I'm like, because I'm 45! <laughs> you get those little fans. But oh, the it's the worst. You just can't. Or I have a girlfriend now. Actually, it's a mutual friend of all of ours, uh, Twyla. Mm. She carries um, a hand fan. You know those really cool that you flip open? And you're like, yes, Ooh. like a Karl Lagerfeld. Yes. She carries one of those. So now so I'm thinking listen, about... bring back the fashion I need to make a fan. harness. Yeah. Where we can strap on our little hand fan. Well, maybe she'd be able to carry the hand fan in the pocket now. Are they that deep? I don't know. Oh they, my gosh! Old Navy, those deep. Oh, I'm telling you, that they're would a, be hero. a game changer. This might. I might be completely revamping my entire wardrobe if this is. Yeah. Like it worked on me is what I'm saying. Thank you, Old Navy. I love yeah. Old Navy. They are responsible have, for all of my uniforms. I have not been there in a very long time. I bought a jumpsuit probably three years ago. Okay, but I haven't been in, and that's. I always think of it as like a good place to get kind of some basics, oh, things yeah. like that. Yes, but but, but I Old guess Navy now- is the perfect place to get basics and also things that are on trend that you know are not going to last mm. because it's a. If you're on a budget, you know yeah. you grab yeah. something and you're like, "This will last for a couple of years. This will be good," and then the trend will have moved on, and I will not feel sad about investing twenty dollars in this thing. Yeah, you that's just true. Let donating it, it. Yes, exactly. Well, oh. now dresses, pockets, summer. You're set, Old Navy. You're gonna make it after all. That's right. Oh, this is a different song. Forget it. Bye. Oh, okay. Well, close enough. They're doing it their way. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they sure are. Hey, uh, when we come back, we're gonna play a fun game of ditch, date, or dabble. Here's to see what you think about all of this and play along with us. All right, we'll be right back.